Well, I want to start today with this. Matt Nagy is back. <laughs> back in the spotlight, back in the news. He's making the rounds in order to help out his head coaching status in the future. I'll explain why that in a second. But Matt Nagy has decided that now, Super Bowl week with the Chiefs going to be in the big game, he's decided that it's time to reflect and really think about what's going on with the Bears, what happened in regards to his tenure, what he could look forward to and improve upon in the future. Naturally, when you're prepping for a Super Bowl, you're going to be thinking about the Bears and what happened here and why you got fired, right? Only makes sense to finally comment about being fired and what happened and the tumultuous stuff that he put the Bears through during Super Bowl week. That's the time to reflect on what happened here in Chicago, apparently, according to Matt Nagy, not me. He's been quiet, and I I have to give the Bears credit. There was no exit press conference. There was no exit press conference with Ryan Poles, with Matt Eberflus, with ownership about what happened to Matt Nagy. He just kind of vanished, kind of went away. And according to some reporting from Adam Hogue, he said that Nagy went on a 20-day retreat to South Africa came back and was immediately offered and did accept the Chiefs job that he has right now on the offensive staff, right back to where he was with Andy Reid. As it took him 20 days to understand what his next move would be, you know, some other people never get another chance in the NFL, but I guess Matt Nagy, after killing Justin Fields almost and ruining the career of Mitch Trubisky, deserves one more chance in football. So Matt Nagy spoke out, actually got cornered, which I can't believe, and told something. He had a few regrets, according to this article from Hogue. He wishes he would have beaten the Packers more often, which Nagy said, quote, I didn't do. Nagy considers clear communication one of his strengths, but admits there were situations where it could have been better, quote, I thought I was good at it, and I wasn't. And Matt Nagy said this, and this one to me takes the cake, quote, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't hurt selfishly for the city, for the players, for the coaching staff, support staff, etc. in Chicago. But you can't dwell on that. You have to pick yourself up. You have to be better from it. He also said, quote, I failed in a lot of areas. Hell yeah. Thanks for stating that, Captain Obvious. But I want to fixate on that last quote I just read you. I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't hurt selfishly for the city, for the players, for the coaches, support staff, etc. in Chicago. Are you really hurt, though? Do you really feel hurt in your heart for what's going on here in Chicago and what happened with the Bears? Because if you did, I'm just spitballing here, you probably wouldn't have ruined the career of Mitch Stravinsky and put out Justin Fields in a game in which he got sacked nine times and nearly died, pretty much. If you really cared about player safety, if you really cared about all these different pieces that make up the Bears team, you would think quarterback would be first on that list or right near the top. Turns out it wasn't for Nagy. It was okay with Bruning Mitch Trubisky's career, with putting in a mishmash of quarterbacks at one point, Nick Bowles getting starts, Andy Dalton getting starts, and then throwing Justin Fields to the Wolves on a team that had absolutely nothing trying to win over or save his job. I don't even know what the point of it was, but that's what he did. Those are the actions that he committed. Good communication guy. Yeah, that really makes sense. How about lying to media 
all the time about whether or not he was calling plays in any other media market, especially New York, really, Detroit. There are other markets. The press would really get on somebody, would get on the coach if they lied about that. Matt Nagy lied, flip-flop midseason, and nobody said a word. Because nobody wants to ask the tough questions. There are very few, I should say. A couple of them are friends of this program, actually. Very few who want to ask the tough questions about Matt Nagy and about his tenure. And I have to say, it's the most uncovered tenure that I've seen in Bears history. They were all over Mark Trespin. They were all over Lovey Smith, all over John Fox. But for some reason, Matt Nagy gets to ride off into the sunset, go to the Super Bowl now. And this is the first we're hearing from him in about nine, ten months. Actually, a year, pretty much. Now, last year, at this time, he was fired. So a year later, while well, he gets to be in the Super Bowl, finally, somebody corners him for 15 minutes and he gets to talk. In the setting of a Super Bowl, so you're not going to get the full story, nor are you going to get any authentic emotion or reaction. The whole thing's going to be about the big game and what's going to happen, what do you think's going to happen, are you going to get a ring, Everybody's worried about that and the fun stuff instead of, hey, why'd you screw up over here? Why'd you ruin a couple of quarterbacks' careers, almost, at least in fields? Why did you run the Bears into the ground? He's part of the problem, not the solution. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. When Ryan Poles inherited this team, the Bears were one of the most least, the Bears were the least desirable organization in football. Cap trouble. No head coach. Justin Fields undeveloped because of said head coach. So many issues that faced this team, and now look where they are today. Matt Nagy was part of the reason the Bears were so undesirable. And to this day, we see media kind of kissing his ass. Saw a couple of people today say, well, he was still a nice guy. Yeah, nice guy, my something. Because I'll tell you what, if he was such a nice guy, why did he ruin careers? Why did he throw Justin Fields into danger? Why did he bash Mitch Trubinsky so much to the point where fans turned on him, where the guy can't even post on social media, he was run out of town. And now he's a walking meme in the NFL. There is no other quarterback who gets as much hate in regards to draft positioning than what the coach did to him, the Mitch Trubisky. Maybe Tua by Loa now. But at least he played well this year and got some sort of recognition. Everybody goes after him every single day, mostly due to what Matt Nagy did to him. And now we sit here and we look back on it with fond memories. Come on, guys, fond memories. The good things that he did. One year was good, the first year. Every other year was forgettable and a joke and frustrating and tumultuous for Bears fans and media. Nothing got better. It was a continuous dumpster fire. There were calls for Matt Nagy to be fired back in 2019, and nobody listened. Year after year of mediocrity has gotten to the point now where we say, oh, look, it's Matt Nagy, our old friend. He ain't a friend to me. He shouldn't be a friend to you. There have been some reports before the season that Matt Nagy might be the heir apparent. To Andy Reid, I say, if that's the case, then watch out Patrick Mahomes. I'd actually be scared of your life if I were Patrick Mahomes. And if Matt Nagy ruined two quarterbacks, including one who is very talented like Justin Fields, then Patrick Mahomes be on your toes.
I'm just happy we got quotes from him. I'm a guy who's all about closure. I want to know what happens, follow what happens, and see something to the end. That's what you got to do. See something to the end. You don't just sit there midway and let it go. You're a man, you see something to the end. You make sure the job gets done. And in my case, I will continue to follow this story for the next 10, 15 years. Because as I told John just before we went on the air, Josh McDaniel, right, out in Vegas, he went off into the sunset after getting fired by Denver for making a plethora of questionable decisions, went back to New England, Almost took that Colts job, but still stayed with New England. Now we got the new job in Las Vegas, and they would have fired him if they could have afforded it. I have a sick feeling that's going to be very similar to what Matt Nagy did and what Matt, what Matt Nagy will be. Offensive guru, offensive genius, quarterback whisperer. Gets run out of town in Chicago. Takes a couple of years. Very quiet. Mid-level roles. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Hey, look what I did with him, right? Because anybody could take credit for that. And then he'll turn around in four or five years and be on the head coaching market again. And he'll go back to a different team, run another quarterback, and we'll say, we told you so. That's why I'm never going to stop following this story. And I will never forget what I was told and what I was DM'd last offseason. I will still never forget it. This was from a source who happened to be close to Mitch Trubisky. DM this on Twitter. And he told me, you have no idea who Matt Nagy is. I didn't get specifics, but I got that quote. You have no idea who Matt Nagy is. I don't even want to know. I mean, I do want to know, but I don't even want to know what happened behind the scenes in Chicago. And what he did to Mitch Trubisky to have him turn out like he is today. And I'm not saying it's all on Nagy. Obviously, Mitch didn't fully pan out at a couple of good years, but The point being, something happened between them that we still don't know and probably will never know about. That right there disqualifies him for me. You brought in a kid, moved up to get him. Maybe he didn't do it, but the Bears did. Ryan Pace did. That was Ryan Pace's guy. Ryan Pace was still here. So Ryan Pace didn't really advocate for his quarterback. Then Matt Nagy comes in and immediately finds ways to sabotage and screw him. All the reports come out, oh, Mitch Trubisky turned off the TVs in the locker room. He's so soft. No, he wasn't. He was being sabotaged. Of course he turned off TVs in his own locker room. Coach was all over him. Some of the players were on him. Then the media was on him. Nobody let the guy breathe. And then the logical answer is, oh, he's not tough enough for this market. This market is weak compared to New York. Everybody lets everything get away. Everything happens. I just find it very despicable what Matt Nagy did to Mitch Trubisky here. And I personally can never forget it, not just because I'm a Mitch Trubisky supporter. If it was any quarterback, it was Justin Fields, which I talked about last year on this show. Look what he did to Justin Fields. Justin Fields was beat up. He was hard. He was, first of all, benched for Andy Dalton, right move, then comes in randomly during a Browns game, gets sacked nine times. That's not right. That's not even responsible thinking. And that happened. And Matt Nagy did nothing about it. See what I mean? This is malpractice. This guy doesn't even understand what player safety is all about, let alone understand how to develop a quarterback. And yet now here he is talking and everybody's fawning over Matt Nagy. Here's the microphone. Tell me what you think. Because he's going to go to the Super Bowl. And I'll tell you what, now that Matt Nagy is on the Chiefs, and I forgot just for a split second, see how good they do that? 
You forget for a second, but I do remember now, I'm not rooting for them in the Super Bowl. I do not want to see him get a ring. So he messes up Chicago to the core to the point where they're almost indistinguishable. They're a horrible team. And now gets to hop on, or hop on to Andy Reid's coattails and win a Super Bowl in his first year away from the Bears. No, I don't think that's how it's going to work, Matt. And I do challenge him, although he's probably not watching this program or listening. Want to come on for a real fair interview? Come on with me, because I'm not going to ask you the softball questions that everybody else asks you. Matt Nagy's a fraud, everybody. And whatever PR campaign he tries to do, don't trust it. He's lied how many times before? to you, to all of us in the media, right? A lot about play calling, a lot about quarterbacks, a lot about success and communication, so many key things that go in to a team's performance. All he's done is lied. Don't trust him, but not a smiling face to say, oh, he's better now, or he's learned. Even in this article I just have right here, this person wrote when Matt Nagy said, I failed in a lot of areas. The commentary said um, it showed signs of growth that I didn't think Nagy had in him. Do you really think he grew? Really think that comment's genuine? He doesn't give a damn. He's gone. He's going to win a Super Bowl potentially. He doesn't care what happened with the Bears and all of it to him. It's a distant memory. He's waiting to stay low for a couple of more years to get another head coaching crack. That's what he's worried about. To suggest that he grew that he's gotten better in a year after what happened here makes no sense and i just find it appalling that even to this day he has the chance to coach in the nfl and to coach a legendary qb as if it were me even if it were my kids let's say my kids play peewee football i wouldn't trust matt Nagy to coach him if my kids play peewee football i would not trust him to coach him and here's why they'd get killed I don't trust Matt Nagy, and neither should you. Take a look at some of these comments here. I'm sure a lot of you enjoyed that show open. I have been working for this rant. Yes, John. Hey, John. No cure for an apneus. Nagy was a stubborn and arrogant head coach. He stopped and started calling plans like he was changing underwear. Glad he is gone. Art, comment of the night so far. I love it. Aaron. Yep, no cure for mediocrity with Nagy and Pace. Hopefully Mitch will tell us what happened when he retires. Me too. I'd love to hear some expose from Mitch Trubisky when he's 40 years old telling us what really happened here in Chicago. Please come to the show, Matt Nagy. (laughs) If I ever get the chance to talk to Mitch here in Pittsburgh, I'll bring him on your show, John Real Talk. Yeah, I'd love to get the full story. You know, I tried so hard with that source. I got close, but no cigar. I think I pushed too much. Probably pushed too much, but that's okay. Wanted to get the real story. Care about Mitch Trubisky. Care about his well-being. More than whatever the hell Matt Nagy's got going on. 